All right. Three, two, one. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have a very special guest. Mr. Mark Torres will be here with us. But we're also going to be talking about word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The importance. We're going to be talking about it. Yeah. Keep your name out your mouth. Let's get it. For independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Madena. What's happening, everyone? Yay! Welcome to another exciting episode. She cracks me up every time. Welcome <laughs> to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. What's up, Lou? It is Tuesday, July 18th at Ellie's. And we are coming to you live. Man, everybody's in the house. Look at that. Paul, what up, man? Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hail nerds. Yeah, everybody's here, man. Yeah, yeah we man. have a very exciting show tonight. We have a special guest. All right. He's going to be... Paul, what up? Paul, part two. He's <laughs> going to be, uh, you know, talking with us, not only just about his project that he's got called Designated, but yes. also the two covers. Look at that. But at that. also, two. he's, he's going to be joining us in the discussion that we have today, which will be... The importance of word of mouth. Yeah, yes. word of mouth. Keep that's that very, very mouth. important. So, yeah, we're going to be talking to him about that. But uh, before we jump into that, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. Hit the like button if you're watching right now and you're uh, in the uh, in the chat. Hit that like button. Make sure we get the algorithms going. And, uh, you know, just uh, comment below on the one that we watch. You're going to be watching these. But uh, what's going on, Sammy? Talk to me, man. What's going to come and talk to me? Mm. I really wanna meet you. Mm. Can I talk to no? Anyway, so what's going? The biting of the lip <laughs> automatically. It's, it's crazy. Oh, 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 <laughs> easy, oh, easy. Oh. <laughs> so, um, what's going on? I've just been uh, been grinding, been grinding. Um, you know, uh, working on getting ready. I'm leaving to LA next week for work, Ooh. so I'll be traveling for work, for business, for business. But then when I come back, I have uh, the Denton Karmic Expo. Um, that I will be uh, doing. And then right after that, I'll be at Collected Comics with Paulie G, uh, Paul Gomez, um, PTSD, Bushi Boo, and a whole lot more. So we're going to be there together, hanging out, doing our thing. And then in October, uh, September, got College Station Comic Con and then Arlington in October. So if we get doing that, um, all of the Kickstarters have shipped out. So you should, everyone should be dropping in your mail. Just make sure you look at your mailbox, check with your neighbor, just in case they snatched it up. That happened to one of our backers when they snatched up a shirt that we sent. Um, 
and uh, she had to go over to her neighbor's house because she saw them wearing it. What? Remember that? That was crazy. The drama. Yeah. The yeah, drama. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all of that has shipped. Um, the landing page for issue number six is live. Uh, so if you haven't signed up for book number six, I'd love for you to sign up. Hit that link. I just put it in the chat. Um, it's going to be fun. Introducing a whole lot of new characters. You got Brittany. You know, you got Patrick. Brittany. You got... Um, uh, no boo for you catching ghosts is what we do. There's a whole lot of new characters in this series. It's going to be popping. So um, there's one that's cover B for the series right there. Boom. And there you go. You see Brittany and Patrick hanging out with Bobby. So it's going to be it's going to be real. And Yo, then how, uh, huh? how do you how do you come up with your names? How do I come up with my names? Yeah. Yeah. Like where, where do they come from? Like, did you know what? I just, did you know when Patrick? I, when I, no, 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 no. I know a Patrick now, but not when I was growing up. No. Mm. So how do, how do you come up with them? When I draw them, it just pops. Pow. It's just what do they look like? Oh, this one looks like a Patrick. Yeah, it just comes up. As soon as I start drawing it, it's like, bang. Um, it's usually the illustration comes first, then the name comes right after. Uh, so that's how that works. And uh, and then I'm having an art contest. So uh, art contest, you can win $100, uh, one month of free promotion on Cast Craze, a one-on-one -on -one interview on Cast Craze, uninterrupted, one hour, no commercial, commercial free. What? What are you talking about? And get you your bio and your headshot and your art featured in issue number six of Daisy Nailing on My Toilet. Uh, the deadline is the first. Uh, we have two official submissions um, that have been submitted and four pending um, They've uh, that have... Um, contacted me say you know i'm going to be submitting something so people are working i think people are waiting on the sidelines to see what's being submitted so um that's cool but yeah so um uh the deadline is and at this point just give me your best duty um draw your best version of duty just get busy with it um and uh and just uh, make sure you go to the website and uh, follow the instructions on where to send it to um and then we'll go from there so uh and then the winner will be announced sometime in august and uh, it's going to be fun. So um, lots of free promotion. And uh, you guys got some stuff going on, right? Yeah, mañana, tomorrow, uh, from 3 to 6 p.m., we are going to be doing a book signing with Mr. Mark Torres, Jenny Feldy, Ross Braun, and myself. We're going to be at Royal Collectibles. That's 9601. Put it back. Leave it up. Leave it up. Uh, 9601 <laughs> Metropolitan Avenue. Read it, <laughs> yeah, dude. So they, so they can read it, so the folks can read it. Metropolitan That's, Avenue, I used to live out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be over there. Uh, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be there from three to six. Meet the team, get your book signed. I'm bringing both of my versions. Here you go. Look at that boom, two, two versions of that cover. Look at, look at these covers right here, fantastic, Mr. Uh, Mr. James. Uh, Mark James. Morris. Is that who's who did that first cover? Uh, this one, I don't know. I think it was the the uh, the artist of the book. We'll ask Mark. When he oh, okay. And uh, this one does look like a James style kind of uh, thing too. But this was Russ Braun. Russ Braun this did this one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna be there for uh, three hours. <laughs> just call me Bendy. Oh. Oh. You can call me out or call me out. Dun, oh, dun, dun, snap. Dun. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna be there tomorrow. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. And then, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you uh, get your copy of Russ five three seven seven number one. This Numero is number uno. One. It's available right now. You can leave it up. Leave it up. You can. <laughs> you, know I mean? you can. Uh, you can get it now. Go to anyoneworld.com, like it says right there. Or go to, to anyone my, go around to, the world. Go to my website. Also, you know, check it out there. And issue number two is releasing. 
next week on Wednesday. So yeah, there you go. so yeah, so we got that going on, and you know, I've been doing a little writing uh, on the side here. I have I'm doing uh, something with uh, Paul, Mr. Hades himself. Yeah. I'm gonna be working on one of his books, Dead of Night, number two. So that's coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. And then I'm doing a little, you know, lettering behind the scenes. I'm working with a couple of things. So. Yeah, man, it's busy. It's busy time. And I, yeah. I, obviously, I'm writing my own stuff. So, yeah, we're good. You know, yeah, we're getting busy. We're getting busy. Yeah. And I forgot to shout out to um, uh, Kid in the Comic. Kid in the Comic, go yeah, check them out. Um, where is it? Where you go? There you go. The Kid in the Comic, uh, go to kidinthecomic.com. Duty is a comic strip in a newspaper. Um, and uh, so, Duty will be in seven issues of a Kid in the Comic. So, that's pretty dope. And I'm excited about that. Uh, the second um, paper is uh, coming out soon. Um, it's already been printed and it's going to start getting distributed. So that's pretty dope. You can get it through their website or you can contact your local comic store or bookstore and ask them to carry it and just tell, direct them to a kid in the comic.com. So that's pretty amazing as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's what's going on. That's what's going on, dude. I, I, you know, it's been uh, it's been quite, quite a summer so far. So I know you guys have had crazy weather out there. No, the heat is out, uh, out of control. Yeah, no, it's out of control. It's out of control. You can't, and, and you know what's crazy? You can't even go to the beach on, a, on, the, weekday, on the weekends because it's raining on the weekends here in New York. So it's been it's been trash. But but the good thing is it's, it's given me time to you know stay indoors and do some work. So that is yeah. the good thing. Yeah. So if you've been seeing a lot of uh, duty as a, in a samurai, that's because there's a story that's going to be coming out. Oh, what so- a segue! That- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When <laughs> you said that, when you said it. getting back to work, I was like, yeah, that's right. I've been working on that. So yeah, so there, there is a samurai story one shot that I'm working on with duty, um, which is why you see a lot of um, duty coming out in samurai one shots. Um, but there's a story coming out yeah. sometime the end of next year, because um, once the alien in my toilet um, series is done at issue ten. Um, then I will be completing um, Duty's Monsters because that's a three-part mini. And then um, then it's the uh, samurai story that I've been working on. I've designed the characters. I've already wrote the plot and all that stuff. So on my downtime, I've been working on that. So Duty's going to be an ongoing um, series after Disney on my toilet because the punchline is the toilet. And so I'm moving on to just Duty, almost like Google. Um, and then he's just going to have a lot of different stories. And uh, so it's going to be fun. So I've been having fun just, it's just creating all these new worlds with Duty. I got a whole lot of stories in the pipeline, but unfortunately, you know, you know, when you, you know, one person, it takes time. So I'm looking at, I should have duties monsters all done by the end of next year as well. So that's going to be fly. And, um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, miss pendings, uh, yeah, Judy, yeah, yeah. She's Judy, holding, uh, she's holding out, but yo, yeah, here's something Judy, that, uh, in, what is it? Uh, her version of it. Yeah. So here's something I got, which is, which really, really, um, um, was really awesome. I, I got it on. It was on social media. Uh, where is it? So this is from someone who met, who picked up this name in my toilet in Puerto Rico. So she, she commented on, on a piece that I put on Instagram. It says met you at the Puerto Rico Comic Con and thought the first four, and bought the first four issues. Finally got around to reading them and absolutely loved them, especially number three. Gonna lend them to my nephew as I'm sure he loved them too. Uh, where can I get number five? That made my day. I woke up that um, this morning and I read that. I was like, "What?" And that's um, Chippy Maria, nineteen ninety seven, on Instagram. Thank you so much. But yeah, that was yeah, that's that's, that's pretty dope. And that's what it's all about, bro. That's mm-hmm. that's made my day. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That that's that's what it is all about, right there, man. People loving yeah. your stuff and telling you, asking you, where can I get the next one? So that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. What um? So now issue number five. That's something that people can actually get. Yeah, so it will be available to purchase on my website starting at the end of this week. So I didn't want to put it on the website until I shipped out all the books. 
So, um, and so now that the books have been shipped, the graphic novel and issue number five will be available on the website. And, um, and then, uh, anybody new to the Kickstarter in October, they can get anything, uh, either through my website or through the Kickstarter. So, um, uh, but issue number six will be launching on the Kickstarter and yeah. October 2nd. Nah, good stuff, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be doing, that's what I'm doing. I mean, as far as the digital stuff goes with Russ, that I'm, I'm actually going to try to do that. Like I, I was talking to Hades and we have a schedule. So every, every month they're going to be coming out usually by the third or fourth week of the month, they're going to be coming out on the website for the next six weeks. So, uh, yes, you know, follow us on, on our social networks, obviously, and you'll be able to, uh, you know, catch up with all the stuff that we're doing. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, Sammy, yeah. yo, dude. <clears throat> yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start that, that topic, and we're going to bring in our guest yeah, to start talking. So let's do Where is this? I was about to put Indie News. Look at that. Huh? It's time for your medicine. The importance of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What are you looking hey. at my mouth for? Right oh. up, Mark. It, it is. Oh, this oh. is why. Uh, this is why I can't. Um, I can't draw. This is duty right here. <laughs> I can't oh, even see it. Matt, can't can't see it. Right this guy. Hold on, let, me, let me turn this off. You, you showing your art skills? Yeah, yeah, baby. This is this is why I'm not. This is why I'm the writer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. You, you. <laughs> I have to snatch that up tomorrow. Oh, I know, right? There you go. That's what's up. Well, listen. Oh, I see a spaceship. Oh, there there's it is. Duty. All right, I see a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. I see the round head right and the round there. eyes. That's something special. <laughs> Bro, you'd be surprised what makes it on TV nowadays. Dude. I know. <laughs> you'd be surprised. That is awesome. That's, oh. There's no $100 for me right there. So everybody else gets a chance. <laughs> no, $100 for me. Oh, man. Hey, listen, for those who are watching and don't know who this man is, this is Mark Torres. It came from the radio. He had a show way back in the day called The Comic Book Novice. And that's how far we go 20 back we've years known ago. yes 20 damn, damn 20 years ago yo and, why'd you have to put that out there it's bro crazy 20 <laughs> years ago, right? that's 20 years ago mark and 10 years before that you had created doesn't you yes that's i it. did uh, 30 damn. years in the making i wrote that story 30 years ago wow. it took 30 years to get it out finally <laughs> holy Dude, crap man, great, man. so the, i did the radio show to get the book out so it worked the plan worked the best plan ever. The 30-year plan worked. Yeah, the 30-year plan, kid. Wow. Yeah, man. No, you've been around for a long time. I remember you doing all the conventions and, you know, just kind of walking around with the with the, with the camera and recording and doing all that fun stuff. We went to the studio. You were our first radio show, bro. Yeah, man. You, we, you, we, we made it. I was like, we yo, we're celebrities, show. bro. I, was yeah, like, <laughs> I remember. I swear to you. The, the 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 goosebumps we got when we drove up to the radio station. Like, Yo, we made it! We made it! Well, <laughs> because it was at like, well, a radio station. Yeah, bro. Like, people weren't yeah. doing like you were actually, and you're still on the radio. Like you really are on yeah, the radio. Like yeah. you, you, you go. Uh, when is it on uh, here in Westchester County? Right. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. right now. As of uh, two weeks ago, we were back on GBB, uh, six p.m. live every Sunday. But we're also on. So that's uh, WGBB is ninety-five point nine FM. Um, it's also 12.40 a.m., 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single uh, Sunday. We're also wow. the uh, replays are on Westchester County on 88.1 FM WARY. And then we're on like four other online radio stations. And then we're on podcast places, over 45 different podcast places. So you can find us anywhere. 
Yeah, seriously. So let me ask you this, because I don't think I've ever asked you this question, Mark. How the hell did you do it? Like way back in the day, you know, you, you had you got this this like radio station. Like, how did you how did you do it? How did you make them believe that a show about independent creators can actually work on the radio? So it's two, two, three, I would say two to three different little little steps beforehand. Um, there was a show out in Texas, I believe, and they had their own comic book radio show. And I had heard of them. I was like, oh, that sounds like a cool idea. Hmm. And then in New York, there was a comic book radio show on WBAI called Nuff Said with Ken Gale. Yes, uh, I was on Nuff Said Radio wow, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we and drove so, out to his radio station, yeah. Yeah, so I, I heard that. I was like, well, that's kind of cool, a radio show about comics. Mm -hmm. And then I would say a couple of years later, I had the idea to make the radio show because I was driving home from the cemetery and I heard on the radio, hey, do you have a passion for a, a, a specific item? Do you want to talk to experts in your field? And I was like, wait, if I could talk to experts in my field, I'll be able to get my book published. So <laughs> let me make this radio show. And then um, I had to figure out what kind of format it was going to be, how we were going to do it. Yeah. And I modeled it originally after uh, The View. When the, when the View first came out, they had um, Barbara Walters. They had, they had the senior person. They had oh, yeah, the person yeah. I like to talk. They had the person who was informative. And then they had like the person just try to keep things going. So then I had to find my, my team. Mm -hmm. And I put the team together. And then we started doing it little by little. And the show kept on getting better and better and better as we went along. Damn, man, that's 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 quite a quite a story, dude. Quite a story. But see, and, and the reason why I asked that question is just to segue kind of like into what we're going to be talking about today, which is word of mouth, right? For, yes. uh, when we're when we're small, when we're indies. Word of mouth is big time, man. Like it yep. really, it really, it's 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 the cheapest way, obviously, right? But how do you guys approach? And and you know, this is going to be like an open discussion. Like as far as like word of mouth, for me, you know, it it's. It's telling a friend who tells a friend who tells a family member and then another family member and for the most part it works sometimes it doesn't you know what i mean but what do you guys think i guess we, I guess we just start talking about that thing it's the original grassroots movement like mm -hmm. in the old days you heard a, a watch a tv show that you really liked you told your friends about it. there was no online you watched the show mm -hmm. hey did you see the show i didn't hear the show so this was about let me go watch it and then people watched it so yeah. orig originally that was how important word of mouth is now because of social media yeah. it's extremely more important however it's now doubly as hard because everybody's doing it right yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i remember when i was a kid you know and it was back there, there was a uh, a friend of ours named noel i i we just met and he had a big gi joe collection right but he was selling them and he was selling them for like two three bucks right what? you know whatever so I found out on That's the DL. Deal, I found out on the DL because I was going back to the to the block with new with all these GI Joe figures and, and some and so one of my other friends followed me to the where I was getting them and then he that got there and he told of, and it, it was just great. And that's how it started, right? So I think you know, I um I think it's harder to like to mark more Mark said it's harder today because everybody's doing the same things and everybody's using the same tools. You know, back then you had a community, right? And, 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 and the community was closer back then than it is today. Right. You know, uh, you really had, I, someone posted online, um, like they miss 
the the uh, the groups, right? You know, where you went and you picked up comics, and then you went to the pizzeria and you talked about the comics, and and you know, you went to the cons together and all that stuff. It's changed so much. There's a lot of lone wolves today, right? So, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, you're working with people internationally today. So you're not you're not actually going anywhere, collaborating together. So, I think today, what's it's gonna you have to be um, creative. You have to be really creative and you have to really try to outthink because, and remember, it's not sustainable. So if you come up with an idea and then someone picks up on it because it's working, they're going to take that idea and someone else is going to take that idea. And now you have to come up with something else because now it's diluted and it's it, don't, it doesn't have that same appeal because if I'm a customer and and like, for instance, like I do the trading cards, right? That works for me. Right. And so but then someone else is going to say, yo, that works for him. I'm going to do that. Then I do that. Then And, then, and then now I got to do something different. So you always got to try to reinvent yourself today um, with word of mouth. But the goal is on social media. How do you get people to repost? How do you get people to retweet? How do you people to, you know, get people to engage? That's what makes it hard because um, you're not connected to them on a personal level. Where back in the days, there was that connection. There was that community. There was that bond. You know, I, I, I was talking to. Um... I was talking about, I can't remember, but we were talking about like how brands usually, you know, pay thousands of dollars for influencers, right? The influencers. Yeah. And those influencers go online and they'll get on their, on their thing and I'm cooking, I'm cooking tonight and I'm using the pot that I got from whatever brand it is. Macy's. And all oh, of a sudden that brand, boom, everybody Pops. looks at that thing. I've noticed that we don't, and I don't know if you guys know of any comic book influencers. You know, people who are so popular that they just go online and say, hey, I just picked up this book at, 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 uh, at a comic book shop today. You guys should really pick this book up. Here's the link to the because that that's word of mouth nowadays. That's the new word of mouth, the influencer. Right. That's the new word of mouth. And I think if we can figure out how to do that, we're like we're each kind of saying, hey, this is, you know, what you want to pick up. Obviously, that would cost money because influencers get paid a lot of money. But I feel like. That would work. I remember I posted up, I posted in the, you know, just a, a story about, and I'm no influencer, but I posted a story about my, wham, you know, wham stands, that those little stands for to put your books on um, at conventions, and 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 you know, and Moose hit me up and he was like, yo, thank you so much for posting that, you know, in in the hope that it would get other people to buy. And sure enough, Sam, I think you picked up a couple. Um, I know Keith Gleason and Johnny yeah. C picked up a couple of them. So that's the new word of mouth. And I think that we have to start using um, yeah. social media to promote. Yeah. Not it's like just five people doing, that hit me up and said, where'd you get that made? And I forwarded it to him. Yeah. Right. And I look, all of a sudden, it's like it's like yeah. the G.I. Joe story, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, all your friends are going to get yeah. that. Now, the other thing is, how do we do it? Because, because what happens, I think, is that we're all trying to create. So am I really going to go in there and say, hey, go buy Mark's book when I want them to buy Russ 5377? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's, I think, where, where we got to kind of like put that to the side and say, okay, let me, let me help. Let's help each other out. I don't know. I mean, do, or, or do we just say, hey, go pick up my book. Here it is. Go pick it up. Here's the link. You know, Does it work the same? I don't know. I think um, a need has to be created. Yeah. So I was just that's thinking about this what you guys were talking um, if you think of the ultimate word of mouth, if you remember the Nintendo cartridges, everybody knew to blow in the cartridges. There was no <laughs> internet. There was no, everybody just knew yeah, because it was true, a need. Bro. That is true. So man. then it has to, I guess it has to do with the product. 
you have to yeah. make something that they need and then feel like oh we need this let me go find out and then that's how the organic word of mouth yeah, will that, happen that's so funny mark you said that bro because you're right there was no commercial Nobody, there was no, Nintendo didn't come out with a commercial. Hey guys, in case our crappy, you know, cartridges don't work, just blowing them. And, it, and, and the weird thing is, if you look work. on the back, it says don't blow on them. No. <laughs> so yeah, how did that get around? Word of mouth. You yeah. just went to your buddy's house. He was doing it. You went to your house. I'm doing it. Now the guy that was at my house, he's doing it. He takes it over. It's that, it's like wildfire, right? Like yeah. It spreads. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, I think it's like when I first went to the first, um, um candy store that had a spinner rack it was because my buddy was a collector of comics and he says you know if you like gi joe you need to come with me here we went to the comic store and that's when i saw sergeant rock on the on the on the spinner rack and then i started collecting sergeant rock and then it became gi joe and then it evolved from there um but it was word of mouth because i didn't know where to buy them i knew that my mom had archie comics but my first comic was sergeant rock because i was with a friend and then the great thing is that we would read the comics and we would talk about it and, you know, in groups and we would sit at the park, and, you know, and we, you know, we're there with our chips and our sodas and we're just there and then we, we're talking about the characters and then right. you know, all that stuff. You know, it's like, I think it's the, when you, number one, you have to create a buzz and demand. It's got to be an appeal um, because you're in a sea that is populated heavily populated and so what's gonna what's what's special about you so you gotta work harder um you know you, you, you it's it's different today um and and today the attention span is different back then you didn't have all those distractions so you would read from cover to cover you would have time to create you would you go and explore and and, and, and do all these crazy things today you know, people want a series to binge watch it in one night and then they know they, they're on to the next and and if it doesn't come back, it doesn't come back. They just moved on to the next thing. So how do you how do you do that? And I think um, it's creating that 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 community online. Um, but you need people like the like the young lady, right, to post why they like the book because now she put it on her social feed. Her people see it, they come over and let me check that out. You know what was it about that book that she likes it so much? And then that hopefully becomes a domino effect. Yeah. I think they've been they've been instances where like we've been at conventions. I know that I've been at conventions and, you know, somebody bought a book and somebody else comes by later on and say, hey, my buddy just bought this book. I wanted to pick it up because it was something they were interested in. You know what I mean? So it, it, it can work. So you guys are saying we need to blow our comics. <laughs> you, so, it, so it does. I mean, it does obviously work. It, it's yeah. just a matter of, you know, finding. Uh, I don't know. I mean, how do you spread it? That's the thing, right? Yeah, it's, you got to be a door-to-door salesman. Um, you know, Paul Gomez is a perfect uh, example of that, right? He went door-to-door in Texas to comic shops and, and got his stuff on the shelves. Then then because of that, then he started doing book signings in the, in the stores, right? And started building and cultivating his following from that point. All right? It requires time, um, it, which is why I prefer conventions. I prefer conventions because I'm looking at the long game and I'm, I'm looking for repeat customers. It's harder to get that customer on social media um, because it's just another post in other people's eyes, right? So, but you have to work t- 10 times as hard. It's just when you get that person, hopefully they're reposting it. Hopefully, you know, they're, they're, they're supporting it and uh, with their with their community and saying, yo, you need to check this out, you know? But, uh, you know, there's no secret sauce. Um, you know, it's uh, it, everything's trendy. Everything's based on taste um, and, and, and what's happening at the time. 
you know? I can tell you. I mean, I mean, it's like, like for instance, <clears throat> someone will pick up your book, right? Say you have a campaign, right? And and you're on book number eight, right? Some of the people will come, you know, from book two, they'll, they'll forget about it, move on to other things. And then around book six, you got your campaign a year later. They're like, oh, that's right. Let me go see where, where it is now. And they come back, right? So, you know, it's, it's they're not always going to be there. Um, but if you're constantly communicating, if you cultivate that email um, list, um, and if you respond to people when they, they reach out to you in a timely manner, you, you're one step ahead of the game. But word of mouth, I mean, you got to create a buzz. You got to be get get people excited. And how do you get them excited today? Yeah, yeah. What excites people? Also, would help if you reach the people that aren't normally in that circle. Yes. Because, like I said, as they're creating a need. So if you're around people who don't read comic books at all, and you have one guy with a comic book, like, oh, I have a comic book. Have you read this comic book? Oh, here's a book for you. As mm-hmm. opposed to in a group where everybody's reading comic books, what's one more comic? Yeah, right, right. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, it's it's like it's figuring it out. It, it's and and cons cons are great. Cons are great for that kind of stuff. But I think even outside of the cons, I think I think using the social net social that, that's what we have right now, right? That's where the people are. I was telling Sam, I think now the age group of people who are buying comics is between thirty and thirty-five, right? Like that. That's it used to be twenty to twenty, eighteen to twenty-five. Now I saw it was it, it's gone up. The, the age group has gone up uh, with the new movie, The Sound of Freedom. You guys, <laughs> yeah, there is a movement. Up. No, no, Hollywood's yeah, yeah. true. That's happening yeah. for word of mouth, freedom, right? Because yeah. Hollywood yeah. shut it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood tried to bury it. They didn't want it to get released. I went. I went on the opening day uh, with the, the entire family. Um, we put like an entire row in the theater, um, and the theater was glitching. Shutting it down, rewinding, shutting it down, and all the theaters, you know, the, you know they, they were doing that during during the while you you paid your money to go yes. watch this movie, yes. and they were doing that to the movie while you were watching it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so they gave us free passes um, for next screenings, but it's been happening all over the country at the same theaters. They either turn off the AC or the the, the power's out or the audio um, because they don't want this out there. And but what happened was they went and they did. They went on tour and they got, you know, Mel Gibson's behind it. You got Ashton Kushner's behind it. You got some big names pushing it, but they're fighting against a bigger entity. So, so uh, and because of word of mouth, if you go on TikTok, it's all over the place. If you go on Facebook, it's all over the place. And people are promoting it and say, you need to go and check this out. They're trying to shut it down. And that be, and now it's like it's almost $100 million that it's already. Uh, well, and it was number not, one I at think, the box office. I think it, it, it went up. Like you, movies usually don't go up. Like the percentage of sales don't go right. up the next week. This one did. This one yeah. went up like thirty-eight percent or something like that of, yeah. from the first week, which is kind of crazy. But what's the movie that you watched it? What is it about? It's about child trafficking. It's a billion-dollar global oh, okay, um, okay, business, okay. and they're you know kidnapping kids and um, and uh, they're selling them and for slavery or or sex trade. Um, it's a really um, it's hard to watch, but um, I I I showed I shared it on all my platforms and said you need to go and see this movie. You need to go see this movie. Yeah, you shared it. I haven't seen it. That's like, crazy. I you know what it. I mean? <laughs> I haven't seen you share it at all. Like I, I shared it on Facebook that's five times. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I've not seen it. Nope. That did is not see it either. <laughs> that is so insane, but things. that's the power. So just letting everybody know, as I've mentioned many times on my show, I used to work for a movie theater for 10 years, mm-hmm. and that crap does happen, but it happens very infrequently. 
we've had movies that just crap out. We've had AC just crap out. So it, right. it is possible. No, this was happening. This was happening. A frequent global across the right. world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so been it's, all over the place. It's, it's possible to happen at one movie theater, but for it to happen in yeah, and everybody I, I, everybody I, I, passed I, on it. Nobody wanted to touch it. Netflix didn't want to touch it. I, you know, Amazon didn't want to touch. Nobody wanted to touch it. I, I, well, have, I have tons of stories uh, about movie theaters. <laughs> so I just tell you, really? it could like like based on movies that they 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 didn't want people to watch, or just I don't just... know. I'm based on just crap crapping out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, just yeah. bad equipment. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, just, gotcha. I'm just saying it could happen on like one theater, but yeah. it's. It's, it's such a it's such an overall trend, and that's the other thing. If you think about it, the two things that that help word of mouth more than anything else, besides creating a need, is controversy and boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a controversy, people will be like, "Oh, I'm 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 outraged at this thing. I don't even know what it is, but I'm outraged." And then I'll, <laughs> I'll fuel the fire, and I'll right. make more people be outraged about something or boobs. Yeah. I cannot right. tell you how many times our my co-host Elman Jenny Feldy posts something, and we'll get more traction reactions on her posts than anything else that I have done. Yeah, no, it's true, dude. It is true, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it used to happen at, at shows. Like I remember the first show that we did. Uh, Sam, remember the first show we did? We brought our girlfriends with us, and yeah. how well did we do that day? That they weren't. They, 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 they don't even have to show boobs. Girls just have to be sitting at the booth. They just with have to show up, right? They just got to be there. And guys would just come up and just, you know, <laughs> buy the book just because the girl is selling it to them. Yeah, they're not even looking at you. They're paying. They're staring at the they girls. Take my money. Take my money. I'll buy two of them. I'm not going to read any one of these. I'm just this is like you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but you're right. I, I think that those are the things, right, that, that will cause word of mouth. Is that controversy. And this is a perfect example of it. Uh, the side of freedom, for example, we're talking about it, right? Now. Yeah. Will anybody, I mean, you know, depending on the algorithms and what's going on, will anybody even hear this? You know what I mean? If you put the hashtag Sound of Freedom right now, oh, it'll, no, probably the, 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 it'll, it'll probably get buried. It'll probably get buried, right? It'll probably yeah. get buried just because it's there. Uh, big names. Yeah, big names. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what, when you were saying that earlier, George, you were talking about um, the influencers. But I think some of the big names in comics, if they endorse you, that helps, right? right. So, like, for instance, yes, uh, I'll yes. bring up something like, like for instance, like uh, what um, Dustin Brunel is doing, his product, right? It's very scantily clad. If Brian Polito held it up on his live stream and said, yo, do you need to check this out? His thing would take off even more than what it's doing now because he, right. he, he's, he's been very successful with his product. But that's it's in line with what he's doing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if you have somebody in that same genre or even a big name and they introduce you to their audience – that's a boost to you, but you know, you know, you got to get them to want to pick it up, want to read it and like it because, you know, you know, when you're in the comic game, you don't read as much as you did when you were starting out. When you're hungry, you want to learn from everything. You're reading as many books, whatever. But then when you're in the game and you're working in your own book, I can tell you, I got about 50 comics that I've backed on Kickstarters that are, that are in the closet. That I'm waiting to read. I haven't read them yet because I'm so busy with everything else. I mean, I still have, like for instance, I wanted this book, um, uh, the uh, Art of Zelda, and uh, it's a thick book. I have I still haven't taken off the plastic, you know. And I got this a few weeks ago, right? And it's making the time. So you think about it. If you're, you know, you got to get somehow, like what Mark said, how do you get people outside of your scope and your industry to take notice of what you're doing? Um, and how do you introduce it? That's why I said on on the Crazy Ten or Less. Go to the public libraries, do readings of your book, you know, go to local schools, go to your community um, um, street fairs, 
introduce it to a different group of people because they're going to my my male lady when she found out that i do comic books she's backed every single one of my campaigns and then she introduced it to her friend who introduced it to a friend right and so it, it's that's how it works you got to get the people that are not in the game um to take notice of what you're doing and hopefully they like it enough that they want to share it and, and and continue to support you know and and pick up the book and read it now here's a here's a story that you i don't know if you guys know uh, mike kingston who does headlock do you know him no i don't know so he does a wrestling comic he's been doing it for years okay and he's goes out to all the big convention he's gotten he's worked from the ground up making a comic book about wrestling and he's gone to conventions and he knows a lot of wrestlers and he goes to signings he's a, and he's gotten bigger and bigger over the years he was one of our first uh interviews 100 years ago and he managed to get his book in front of the eyes of the rock and the rock mentioned it but nothing ever came out of it so even yeah. the rock couldn't get you know sent to that next level yeah i wonder how, how did he met like you just i guess in passing he was he, just he like, posted it on like a like a TikTok thing so like he's like hey if you know if yeah. i can get this to the rock because it's about wrestling he's a wrestler you know blah, blah blah and i think the movie the wrestler had just came out so it was oh, kind of hot he's like hey he's like hey friends out there if you can get this to him and you know they tweeted and it, and it got to him damn and then he's like hey yeah. you know he mentioned it and i was like holy crap like it was a big deal but it still <laughs> didn't it didn't go anywhere beyond that well you know what's crazy the word of mouth got it to the rock yes you know what I mean? That that was powerful enough to get it to him. It just didn't, you know, it just didn't. Right. And that's so, the thing. It's like, what, you know, what happens after that? Like, you know, is it the product at that point? Is, is that what's happening? The product is, is just not as appealing or is it that it was the wrong person? But you figure it was the rock, right? Like that was the yeah. perfect person to get it to. I, yeah, I don't know. And, and he's told me many times, he's like, every time he gets, you know, he tries to get it out to like Hollywood or TV, they're like, yeah, there was a wrestling movie again. We don't need another wrestling movie. He's like, yeah, but mm. there's like 30,000 Westerns or 30,000 horror movies. Why is <laughs> wrestling the genre instead of a yeah. niche one yeah. film out yeah, there? Yeah. You know, it's, that's interesting because as, as popular as wrestling is, the movies normally don't, there aren't that many. You know what I mean? The book yeah, is actually good. You go check out Headlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're going to make a buzz, you, you're going to have to spend some money. If you want to, you know, it's connecting with the with the right, you know, you might have a um, like, for instance, this, there are podcasters and comics that have over 100,000 followers or subscribers on the channel. But you can have to pay to play because you're probably not if you're an indie, it's probably not something that they're, they're, they're into because they those guys that are over 100,000, they, they're into Marvel, DC, the mainstream stuff. Right. So. You're probably gonna have to pay to say, "Hey, can I get exposure on your show?" Um, and it's gonna cost. So, and those are the things that you know people have to consider if you're looking to go that route. But I still say, you have a community in neighborhood. You know, how many people in your neighborhood know that you exist and what you do, right? You know, it's like that. There's the YMCA. There's the community center. There's things where people congregate. Do they even know that you exist and what you do? Start there. Build that relationship there. Cultivate that. I think everyone wants to, you know, go to the head of the class, right? But at the end of the day, no one knows. So go to your next door neighbor. Hey, Will, I know we never spoke, but hey, what do you well, do? I, I was just right? going to say, they got to like you, though. Yeah, <laughs> You better right? hope your neighbors like you. Because yeah. if they don't like you, they're not going to support you. Yeah. Like, just not, you know, I'm not talking about it like he, he, in the South Bronx. And, you know, he's like that. But it's a uh, what's up, Dylan. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's like, like here. Like, 
I love my neighborhood, right? All my neighbor, um, you know, they, they were all welcoming when I got here. All my neighbors are legit. Um, and so little by little, I've been exposing what I do. And I didn't say it in the beginning, you know, it's like, uh, let me feel out the neighborhood and see what's going on. Right. And then, and that's, what's been helping, you know, and that's my strategy for 24 is doing exactly what I've been preaching. I'm, I'm going to do the community centers. I'm going to do the street fairs. I'm going to do everything in my town um, and build from there. You got to start somewhere. And, and um, look, if you can get five, 10, 15, 20 people to pick up your book, you're, you're, you're heading in the right direction. I think, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think it all takes time, though. That, and, that, yeah. and that's the thing. You have to be willing. E even, even the networking online, that mm -hmm. takes time. And if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. And, yeah. and I get that. I get that. If you're more comfortable going out into the street and doing that, that, that hustle, like the old school hustle, then that's fine. Yeah, I, I just think you have to do something, though. Like, something's got to get done. Figure you, out what works for you. Yeah, exactly. What are you comfortable doing? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and sometimes we got to come out of our comfort zone, man. It's, it's, sometimes it's not easy to just, hey, by the way, uh, I have a comic. And they're like, get stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what yeah. they're going to say. So you you kind of hide behind the thing. Like, who you like, is? Yeah, well, wait, that's like a comic. What the hell? <laughs> but you'd be surprised sometimes when you do when you do mention that stuff. And they're like, oh, my God, I got kids. What, what's your comic book about? You know, yeah. all of a sudden. Like, you know. for instance, like the back of my iPhone, I have this uh, thing, yeah, the cover. It's mm -hmm. duty, right? Mm -hmm. And I use it. I'm at a coffee shop. I have it laid down. Hey, what's that? What's that character? What is that? And I was like, oh, that's my character. I draw comics. Boom. It's a conversation starter, right? Yeah. You never know. And I always lay it down with the top facing up so they, you know, so people see that. And 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 you got to find ways to try to break the ice, start a conversation and engage. I can tell you right now, I never liked the engagement part in the beginning. I had to work on that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I'm still working on the art of communicating online. You know, I think, you know, because... You know, when you have a podcast, you get a lot of communication. Oh, you know, I want to be in your show and you get all this stuff. So it's hard, you know, when you're when you have a job and you have a family and you're trying to work on your book and you're working on the podcast, you do all these things, right, to keep up with all of that stuff. So on social media, I'm not very active in the conversations. I'm complimentary on things that I like, um, but I'm not really active and that's not my strength, right? Um, you know, and hats off to all the all of you out there who are really good at that uh, something i know that's not a strength of mine and something i know i have to work on but i have to pick and choose my battles. so you got to figure out what's going to work for you um but you got to put in the, the the grind you got to put in the hustle and you got to reinvent yourself every day because whatever idea you have somebody else is thinking past you already did that right so you know test the waters test and try and um and don't stop yeah man has has it oh more difficult to do a positive thing on social media like i said earlier the negativity the controversy that explodes yeah like, how many people heard of britney with the slap like right. we all know about that yeah nobody knows who the hell wemby is but they they know that that she's that she got slapped by his by exactly his yeah exactly exactly yeah. but then if you want to say like, oh somebody who's doing good it's harder to find because that doesn't get the license doesn't get the attention that doesn't get yeah. all that extra stuff so if you're doing something positive like Sam is with a children's a family friendly book, it's not a children's book, a family friendly book. It's that much harder to it do is, that yeah. because he's trying to do something positive. And the feel good stories are always at the little end of the, of the newscast, very little bit. Oh, this guy's making a thing. You know, 30,000 people died, but this guy's making a really cool book. Right. Yeah. Who, I mean, look at that. Story? Look at that kid on social media, right? He, he, he broadcasts live that this guy died in front of him. 
He got millions of subscribe followers from it. He right because why are you celebrating some? You're standing. You di you're dying over a corp. You're standing over a corpse and you're broadcasting. It's like this guy died, man. Right. But that's what pe that's where we are, you know. So it's harder. I think you know. I was telling George offline. Um, I got a I got a call out of the blue, you know, from my sister in law, and she says, "Don't stop what you're doing." I said, "What do you mean?" She goes, "And exactly what you just said, Mark. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there um, that's contributing to why we're so challenged as a society. But what you're doing is really good. Don't stop, right?" I didn't know I needed that message. It came out of the blue. You know, it was one of those moments when you're thinking about, man, you know. When, how, all these things you start questioning yourself, right? And then it came. It says, "Keep doing it. You have a great story. You have a great product. Keep doing it, right?" And it's those moments, right, that keep is that that fuel. You never know. But again, I love my character. I'm not gonna stop what I'm doing as long as I have my health, because I love it. And I'm gonna put into work and try to get into as many people's hands as possible. Look at Puerto Rico. It was a challenged event. But to get a comment for somebody who picked up four issues over there to say, hey, you have number five, that's fantastic. You know you what I mean? So a hurricane, you had to climb over a fence. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I, had a, I had a rooster poop on me. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was awesome. But uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to you got to find your lane and you got to be got to be comfortable with what you're willing to do. Um, but do something. If you're going to create, you have to promote. And most people don't want to promote and and start in your neighborhood, man. Start in your own neighborhood. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, listen. It's 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 not gonna be it's not gonna be easy, right? It's not no. gonna be easy. But I think, I think, I think word of mouth is a good way to start. I I think if anything else, you know, and like you said, Mark, create that need, right? Create that need. Or make it controversial. Smack somebody with your comic book. You know what I mean? Oh, smack that guy that, smacked him. Yeah, smack somebody with a comic book. What comic book did he smack him with? That's a name. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you got to make. You got to make. Yeah. It. You got to. You know. Yeah. You got to do so. It, it's there you crazy. go. You got. There's a marketing strategy right there from the Medina, right there. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned that because um, oh. when, when I was doing uh, the, the the promotion for the book when we were doing it on Kickstarter, I went on like. A bazillion different shows promoting it, and one guy he said because I have an Asian guy and a black guy, he was like, "You should just tell everybody if you don't buy this book, they're racist." I'm like, "That's hilarious!" <laughs> but I'm like, "No, I can't do that." No. Wow! No. No. Damn! Holy cow! Yo, Mark, quick question about now that you mentioned the cover. Yeah. The artist of the interior artist did this cover, right? No, this is uh, Francesco. This artist oh, is uh, Francesco, who was most famous for drawing the Savage She Dragon. He did a lot of covers for Xenoscope. Um, oh. Actually, this is uh, the variant cover, which is only 75 in existence. Oh. And this is the only time he's ever been inked by anybody else, which is by Peter Pomiati, Peter, yeah. his brother. Um, because Francesco draws digitally. He was one of the first digital artists back in the day. Gotcha. And so when he drew this, uh, Peter Pomiati was like, hey, I, I want to ink it. Where's the original? And there is no original. And he's like, well, what do you mean there's no original? Because it's digital. Oh, I thought James did that cover. This one? James yeah. Rodriguez? Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, it looked like his style. I thought it was him. Mm. No, this is definitely Francesco. Oh. Yeah, and then this this one is uh, Russ By Braun, Russ right? Braun, who draws yeah. uh, the boys. And who mentioned, um, um, it was really cool. I did not ask him to do it at all. He mentioned on uh, uh, Facebook today, he posted that anybody who comes down for uh, the book signing, buys a book, he'll do a free sketch for you. So, oh, hello. Cool. 
Holla. Nice. There you go. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that you guys have heard this, for those watching, spread that. Word of mouth. Let everybody know. We're going to be there tomorrow, and Ross Braun is doing free sketches for anybody who purchases a book. Now, it, obviously, the, uh, the his cover. Um, yes. Yeah, this is dope, man. This is dope. Yeah, and, and, and Jenny's yeah. going to be there uh, with the... With the like, nice. Yeah, see, we got a booth bay. We got everything. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the days when we wanted to communicate and spread the word, we go on the roof and go, hootie hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Back in the days. <laughs> it was That's so much right. easier to create a buzz back in the days, bro. Yo, somebody got... Yo, somebody came to school with the new, the new kicks. It went like wildfire. Yo, where'd you get it? At the Coliseum. Everybody went to the Coliseum in Jamaica oh, Avenue. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like, boom. You know, so it was like, it was so easy back then. Today, it's just like, it's so hard. It is like, damn. You know, it's like, there's, there's so much to it. And it, 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 it's like, you have to pick. I, that's like, for me, I have to like schedule it on my calendar a day that I'm just going to, because in Texas, everything's so far. It's been a whole day going out there and building those relationships and networking um, because you got to spend time creating, um, especially if you're the, you know, you're creating your own stuff. So it was like, but you gotta, you gotta find what works for you. That's why I said my strategy is the 2024 strategy, um, on what I want to do. And I've already started laying the foundation for that for next year. Um, and that's what, you know, and you got to think of it like a business, uh, organizations, they keep, they come up with marketing plans, uh, a year out, Hell yeah. right. You know, so they got a product. They know that it's a year. They already, the team's been working on it when the product's in development, right? And the more information they get on the product, the more they start designing who, how, what, what they're going to do, what avenues they're going to, you know, choose. So think of it that way. You don't have to just do it the same day you, you printed the book. You should be talking about it ahead of time. And then when you get there and you have that physical copy, now go and show all the people you've been talking to. This is what it looks like, What you know, if you're talking to a bookstore, if you're talking to a library, whatever it is. Um, and get out there. And sometimes you have to give stuff away for free too. But the, the hardest thing is reaching that audience because if you think about it, as you said, the marketing campaign is full-fledged. Like movie studios, they announce what movies are coming out two to three years ahead of time. This is when it's coming out. Yeah. And if you look at right now what's happening, right this very second, the actors and the writers are on strike. Yeah, yeah. That's messing up everything down the line. But yeah. if you notice, the coverage was more happening as soon as the actors went on strike as opposed to the yeah, writers. The writers, the writers yeah. been on strike yeah. for 70 something days right. we're four days into the uh, actor strike and now they're all over the news the friend dresser's talking the nanny's in charge i'm like what the hell's going on what about <laughs> Man, these i didn't even know she was in charge have yeah. been struggling for 70 something days so two yeah. months over two months already yeah, yeah. where's their word of mouth where's where their attention it's the same exact thing yeah, yeah. And you you mentioned a year out. I remember when, like, for, we're talking about you know just big studios, The Flash, right? You see how it's flopping, right? It's not doing well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they had issues with the main character, with the main actor, you know, Ezra Miller, whatever. But somebody said something very interesting in one in one of the YouTube channels that I watch, and and they said that that movie might have done better, or those movies, all those movies that DC came out, and, and we're talking about strategies, had uh, what's his name. Um, the guy who's taken over for for uh, for DC had James Gunn not come out at the beginning of January saying, "Hey, we're going to reboot this whole thing." So, what happens to the movies that are coming out? That's the old regime. This is the new regime. So, what happened is he made those movies irrelevant. So that was a failed mark, and it happened. My point is, it happens even to the big guys. So, your strategy—you got to really think about what you're going to do and how it may hurt your product down the line. 
you know, the things you say today, the things you do today, how they're going to affect that product you're planning to put out next year because it could backfire on you. So, like, this guy was so excited about the fact that he's taking over. Hey, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm putting out a new Superman. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Well, what happens to The Flash and all these other movies that are coming out? Ah, that's, you know, and you're seeing the effects of it now with the yeah. fly like all those movies have flopped dude like all of them they just they can't even you know what i mean like and i don't know if it's if it's a thing at the movies because a lot of the blockbusters you would see in the summer aren't doing as well as they as you know as they would like last year like mission impossible just came out flop yeah. you know what i mean like there's been a Did lot it? of movies yeah Did it? it's like, not they, it's they, not doing what they thought it was they were yeah. expecting uh top gun numbers right right and they didn't even break a hundred million dollars mm-hmm well, Top Gun was legit. I enjoyed Top it. Top Gun was good, bro. That was legit. That was like, and woo. that was word of mouth. That was people yes. saying, "Hey, this movie was really good. Check it out." And people were like, "Oh, really? I gotta go check it out." You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. and it worked. It worked. Yeah. That was a thirty-year-old movie and thirty-year-old sequel, and it, and it blew away all the numbers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he yeah. killed it at the box office. I mean, yeah. it. You know, the, it, it, what they're baking on is they already have a pipeline of finished product. That, that that they can and so they're looking at um they can they can um outlive the strike right so that they're, they're playing hardball because yes. you think about it right now all the things that they're promoting right now you got dune you got the, all the star wars stuff that's coming out on disney channel you have um expendables you got all these things coming out um you have uh what is it um the equalizer part f- three or four whatever that i'm looking forward to that yeah. um you know so they got a lot of things in the pipeline that's coming out um but and so they're playing. They're gonna play hard. I mean, I think it was Bob Igor who said, "Go AI to replace everybody." I was <laughs> the, like, the, the the problem with yeah, that, that mentality. Guy, that yeah. yeah, the problem with the mentality of oh, that stuff's in the can. We could just do it. Yo, what up, Mike? Is that hey, is that you need those actors to promote yeah. the movies? Yes. and they're not going to promote the movies because they're on strike. Yeah. So and that idea, and it's you know what? It's it's perfect for the sound yeah. of freedom. Because that's what everybody's talking about right now. That's the buzz. That's the buzz in the street. Yeah, yeah. And that and that was the little man. And that, that's the Rocky story, bro. You know, they're trying to shut them down. They threatened their lives. They did all these things. And 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 it's the little engine that could. And that's the story that people love. Is that on the sad thing about? And I think it was um um uh, Dave Chappelle said it. People love to see the hero fall, right? So mm-hmm. you, no matter who, you know, they're gonna celebrate you for a moment until they get a, a tired of you. And then they want you to fail, and and so they, they come down. So it's like, it's 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 a tough tough industry, and it's a it's a tightrope you got to walk in today's world. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny that you say that with the, the hero falls. I think that yeah, everybody wants to see him fall, but then there's something about when he comes back. You know, I, I think I was watching I was watching the Arnold documentary. I don't know if you guys seen that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he talks about when he did that movie. Um, what was that? Uh, let, let the hero movie that he did that, that last flopped. action hero. Last action hero. How it flopped, and he thought it was over, and then all of a sudden he comes back with true lies, and his career all of a sudden was back on track. You do. You're gonna have those things. You're gonna be here. You're gonna be at the top, and when you're there, you're gonna fall. It's what happens when you fall, how you come back up that really matters and really, you know tests you and same i mean it happened I mean, just alone i mean you well remember? those two used to go back back yeah you know, i didn't realize and that they were so such wasn't a, it was it stop on my mama shoot or throw mama for the train which was the one was still on yeah yeah right so that was <laughs> one, right? so i mean so he had a series of flops right 
And then he just disappeared for a little bit. And then he yeah. came back and he started re-releasing the Rockies and all this other stuff. It's like, what? Right. And um, yeah. Um, yeah, everybody goes through that. But, you know, it, it's unfortunate the way we are. You know, we, we will we are. We, we we are, put you on man. a pedestal, then we'll we'll vilify you. You yeah. know, it's we'll like, it's down, baby. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure, man. For sure. You got to be ready so for without, it. without gimmicks, without controversy, the only thing anyone has is focus on the product you have to make the product as yeah. best as you possibly can yeah and if you put your all into it and, and you can be proud of putting it out mm -hmm. that's another way to get that word of mouth going well yeah. that's the thing yeah because people will people will tell other people but like it has to be good you know what i mean like people because word of mouth works the other way too yo this thing is crap bro don't get it yeah, this is garbage. You know but I mean? again, I go go back to a matter of taste because same thing with Lord of the Rings. You don't like Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Nah, but I'm right? the minority. I'm the minority. Right? Like, you know, but I'm saying, yeah. but it's a matter of taste, right? So, uh, it, it good is in the eye of the beholder, right? So, um, I think it's it's really is um, even if you have, you we've seen it. We've seen guys where we're like, you know, like oh, you know, it's like ugh, you know, but they hustle. They connect and they promote and they move the product and they get the recognition and notoriety because they put in the work too. So I think it's a combination of likability, it's a combination of hustle, and it's a combination of putting in the work, right? So it's you gotta have all of those, you have to have yeah. the trifecta, bro. But, but I think but I think the product still has to be it has to be something and maybe the word good, maybe the word whatever, but it's gotta be something that's that people can sell or people can buy or a company can look at it and say, I can make money off of this. I, I can really push this because you look at something like South Park, right? South Park, not the best artwork in the world, but people love that show. Why? Because of the comedy, because I mm -hmm. was written, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, did any of you see Son of Freedom any good? <laughs> that son of a bitch. Um, but you know what I'm saying? But like, so it does have to have an appeal. Maybe not the word good, but the, the, the product does have to have an appeal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has yeah. to. It, ha it yeah. has to. It won't work without, regardless of, of, of taste and all that other stuff. It's got to have a mass appeal too. It can't just be appeal. It's got to be. It's got to have mass appeal. Think about this. If you go back and, and think about the Blair Witch Project, mm -hmm. that was a word of mouth movie. That was. That think was about um, that was what was the other one? Um, the one with the black and white uh, that they made like a whole bunch of them, and then it was the Spanish people. Uh, it was with the daughter, and then the um, freaking. Paranormal activity. Oh, paranormal! The Spanish people. Holy shit! Yeah, the house. <laughs> the like paranormal the activity. That was scary. That was like the fifth one. The there was like, yeah. the, same, yeah, like yeah, the Spanish yeah. people, and there was, there was, and he he actually went back to the first one. That was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah, the same. Those things were just incredible marketing campaign, and people were like, oh, did you hear about? It? Especially when they thought they were really dead. If you remember that, the Blair Witch, they thought it was a real thing. Yeah, they thought it was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. the same thing with uh, UFC, right? No one wanted to pick up UFC. Dana White was able to convince the the network to 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 do. Um, they did um, 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 Ultimate Fighting Championship, right? And and the winners fought for for a, a contract, and it was Stefan Bonner, and I forgot the other guy's name, and. It was that fight. It went five rounds, and every round people were calling, you got to see this fight. It was a bloody mess, and these guys were going toe-to-toe -to -toe and blow for blow, and the phones were off the hook, and it became. It went from a couple of hundred thousand people to millions and millions of people just because word of mouth. They were calling, you got to see this fight. You got to see this fight. And that secured the, the future for the UFC because that's how they got their contract with the networks, right? And so word of mouth is you, you got to create. You got to get people excited. Uh, and how do you get people excited? 
Yeah, and I think timing too, man. That timing has a lot to do with it because yeah. at the time when when UFC was coming out and coming up, boxing was struggling. Yeah, and people needed right. an outlet because boxing in the eighties, boxing in the seventies was fifteen rounds of just two guys beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, as boxing evolved, you know, twelve rounds. You know, the rounds got you know less rounds. <laughs> You know, don't you know? Don't do this. There, you know, it changed, and so people were like, "No, they still wanted the blood sport." So that's when UFC came around, and they and, and they fulfilled the need. Again, going back to the need, right? They fulfilled but the need. Think about it, because it's timing, right? You said it. Yeah. UFC was taboo. It was, I think, it was on Showtime, oh, yeah. Showtime, or whatever. Showtime, and, showtime, and, showtime, yeah. And, yeah, it was Showtime, and I remember watching it, and it was you go into you would have a you have two to three fights a night. So you go when you fight. If you won, you sat out. Then there was the next fight. Whoever won that fight, you fought that person. And there were no rules. And they, and it was just like they would knee you on the floor. They were eye gouge you. Guide, you know, people walking over. There were no leg classes. There were no yes. Classes. You would have a hundred pounder fighting a four hundred sumo. Yeah, there were no it was, classes, bro. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. I never seen anything like it. And I was glued to it. Right. You know. And that was when it was. And it wasn't sanctioned anywhere. Nobody wanted. To, New York was definitely not picking it up. And then. Then all of a sudden, it went from they sold it for three million dollars. You know, the the Dana White convinced the guys to buy it, and then he said, "I believe it," and they believed in him, and they were spending millions of dollars yeah. because they believed in him. Yeah. And he went out and he hustled his ass off, and he yeah. went out there, and he promoted it, and he he put it out there, and it was because of his efforts. That's why it was. That's what I'm saying. You even if you have the product, you have to have that marketing genius that 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 that. That, that appeal that's going to get people excited about it. Right. The um, just here's, here's a wait. This is a good one. I was just thinking about yeah. when you were talking about the that um, people were calling in and they mm-hmm. got bigger and bigger as it was happening. Think about the Oscars. Nobody cared about the Oscars. Nobody watched the Oscars. Will Smith smacks the crap out of Chris Rock. <laughs> Everybody yeah. it, that that went viral. Everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, did you see that? Did you say? And they said they had the highest ratings for the Oscars ever, but it was like a spike because yeah. at one time everybody was talking about it. Yeah. So maybe it has to be something that's that's live. That has I told to you, smack out. somebody with your book, bro. Bang! <laughs> what was the book that you smacked that person with? <laughs> You've been designated. <laughs> the San Diego Comic Con right now. I just fly over and just smack everybody yeah. in the back of the head. <laughs> just smack somebody in the head with it. Yo, Michael Sammartino. Like, that guy's racist. He's not buying the book. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mike Sammartino, big joker, right? He likes to joke around. He's been posting. He's been saying the movies that. No, are- he's he's right. Well, um, what do you guys? Big, yeah, what what, what do you guys think about? What do you guys what do you guys think about the big Greek wedding? Like did you do you think that that was word of mouth? Yes, it was. I remember. <laughs> yeah. It, it nobody cared about it, but then it was yeah. a quote unquote good product. It was a it had a mass appeal and then people went crazy about watching this movie and they turned it into a series. Now they're going to make another one. They're making a sequel. Right. I saw I saw the trailer for the newest sequel. Oh, snap. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know they made the the the, the um didn't they make a play or something? <laughs> they did they a made, lot with that thing. They did a play. They did two movies. They're going to make a third one. They did the TV series. Is, yeah. it, is it My Fatter Greek Wedding? My Big Fat my Greek big Wedding. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. No, yeah. it's a, it a sequel called My Fatter Greek Wedding. My Fatter Greek Wedding? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> my morbidly obese Greek Wedding? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, but there was, yeah, you're right. There was a, an appeal. There was a mass appeal. And I think that that's, that's what you have to have, not just the, obviously the word of mouth is great, but you have yeah. to Yeah. I mean, same thing happened with the Turtles when they, when they put out that first comic and people just started eating it up. You know, it's like it's you got. How do you how do you create that buzz today when there's so many options for entertainment? How do you create that buzz today? Back then, with them, man, it it was kind of genius, right? Because because nobody had indies were 
a dime a dozen back then, right? So they created this this Mirage Studios. They made this thing look like it was bigger than it was, and people were eating it up. Like, what the hell is this? Sold out of the first 500 books, you know, black and white comic. Like, what the hell? And they created their own buzz, right? They created their own, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. And next thing you know, it's cartoons, movies, more cartoons, more movies. They've drawn them in different versions. They've done, you know, they've done all kinds of cartoons, whether it's 3D or Know, like live action movies and stuff like that what were your favorite what was your favorite um iteration of uh, of the turtles mark mine is mine is the, mine is the original cartoons the cartoons from, yeah. the, from the 80s that yeah with the original theme song teenage mutant ninja <laughs> turtles teenage but yeah that's funny thing is that's not even like the that's not even what the combo but was I, like. I know but no, that was that right? they're the world's most fearsome fighting no, I know, team i know i know <laughs> but what i'm saying is they they lit i mean if you think about it, they sold out right like if you think about like oh my god they sold out because it's nothing like what their comic book was but they realized right. This is how we're gonna make some money. Yeah. This is how we're gonna do it. Yeah. With teenage mutant, that's how we're gonna do it. Not with yeah. this old school, you know, dark, gritty, black and white comic. Now we gotta give them color. We gotta have, you know, they're all different bandana colors. You know what I mean? So kids can can say, "Oh, I like the orange one," even if they didn't know their names. I like the blue one. I like the red one. You know Dude, I, mean? I still like I still like uh, the movie with uh, for the lies. Ninja, oh, ninja, boy, rap, white. ninja, ninja, <laughs> rap. <laughs> Wow! Yes. Lose the hero. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Lose the zero. Get with this hero. Right? That's what he said. <laughs> was, with, with the ice. Was that the ice or was that? Yeah. The, what's his name? Just the singing the song. I don't remember the lyrics. Yeah. Remember he had the motorcycle? What was it? I thought it was him. Nah, anyway, those are those are the days. It was fun, you know. Um, it was fun. It was. It, it, that's what it was. It's the fun. I mean, what I think you think about it. Even today, it's so it's so hard because everything's so dark, gritty. There's that shock factor that everyone's trying to do, and it's trying to they're trying to outdo the last one, and the fun is gone, right? And it's all about the special effects, and it's all about the drama, and it's all about what's trending in society, right? Throwing all that's all those topics, right? And the story in the heart is gone, right? That's why so many people are getting disappointed with the movies because this is not what I read. This is not what I grew up with. I don't recognize that character. What is that on the screen? You know, who's who's directing this? So I think that's, so what do you, how do you bring the fun back? I think the, the big thing is the magic and the fun. How do you get people excited? How do you get them motivated? What do you, how do you spark the kid again? That inner child that just wants to just explore, have fun, laugh, and go into adventures. I think about the never-ending story, right? I love that when I when I when I first saw it, right? And it was that's who we were as kids. You opened up a book and you went to a magical world, right? And that's what you want to be able to provide, you know. And you know, how do you do it? Yeah, man. Yeah. Word. So right there is a way to create the need to have something positive. Now yeah. you just have to figure out how to get it to some the right people to make yeah. that word of mouth happen yeah and uh, to answer mike's question i, I I'm, I'm leaning open uh oppenheimer uh that that weekend that's next weekend actually they come out they come out at the same time people have bought both movies from what i understand i'm a barbie girl that's you. in that's, a barbie world See, it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they're not gonna do it they're not gonna do it 
Not gonna it was do just it. like uh, with Josie and the Pussycats. Like they didn't, they weren't gonna have the song in the movie. Like I'm not watching that. And then like at the last minute, they put it at the end of the movie. Like all right, we'll see you now. Bar- Barbieheimer, <laughs> there you go, Barbieheimer. Barbieheimer. Yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah, you you need that. I mean, I think it's uh, I think I, I, I like one of the things I'd love to see is like a remake of the Gremlins. Right. Nah, see, uh, I don't want to see remakes. I really the don't. The cartoon was good. You didn't see the cartoon? I haven't seen the cartoon. It's out it's now. It's a good cartoon. Yeah. yeah. It's, Where's it's the first that? Season already aired. Where? I, I, I have my ways of seeing it. I don't know exactly where it's <laughs> on. Oh, you're one of those. No way. I didn't even know there was a cartoon, bro. Yeah, it's called The Sequence of the Mogwai. It's like a prequel to this original series. Oh, it, it was cool. surprisingly entertaining. I was like, wow, this is kind of fun. It was good. And they even got um the original. Uh, the, the lead, um, what was yeah. the guy's name? Billy. What was his name? The yeah, actor. I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah Billy. Billy. I don't know his real name, but yeah, yeah. He was in it. He was. He, he voiced one of the one of the henchmen. So I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. And it was it was a really good little story. So, so what, was so, it two D or three D? Uh, it was a three D animated. Three D animated. So we we talk about like the magic and bringing back that 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 the playfulness. Think about the impact that Grogu had and the Mandalorian. That became it. Everywhere you looked on social media, people were drawing Go- Grogu, right? Everyone was doing their own version baby, of Grogu. Baby Yoda. Baby yeah, Yoda. Baby Yoda, right? So it just That's popped off. Yeah. It popped off. They fell in love with it, right? Because it brought them back and it, and it was adorable. And it was, how do you do that? You know, how do you capture that essence, that magic? I mean, to- um, Buzz Lightyear was a great series until they started doing all these things to the movie and, and try to be socially relevant instead of just telling the story of the damn toy who became, who was a human who became a toy, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? It's like, stay away from society. Doesn't want to be reminded of what's happening. They wanted to go on adventures, take them on an adventure. All right. Mogwai you know, on HBO max and it has Zach Galligan. That's uh, why I don't have HBO like max. Little, yeah. I got to check it out. I'm, I may check that research. out after this. Yeah. I may check that out after this, uh, but, um, I'll hook you up with some links. Nice. Oh yeah, send me a link. <laughs> that was never said on the air. That was never, that never happened. Ha- hashtag what it was the movie for you. We're talking about we're talking about hot dogs. Yeah. Links. Yeah, links. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. There you yeah. go. There you yeah, go. I got this. I got that's this. It. That's it. Oh man. But yeah, for anybody who's watching, just real quick reminder, tomorrow, Mark and myself, we're gonna be at a uh, comic book shop. Yeah. Signing copies of this bad boy right here, Royal Royal Collectibles. Royal Collectibles. <laughs> We're gonna be there, signing from three to six p.m. tomorrow, here in New York. Yes, New York. Um, yeah, it's a, is, is it a big now. store, Mark. It's a small store, actually. I yeah. said, book your flights now. They fly down there. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a small store. Um, they have a back room. I don't know where we're, we're gonna set us up at, actually. Okay. Um, but they. Have been there for the longest, as I remember. That Royal Collectibles has been there for as long as I can remember. It's, it's a family-owned store, mom and pop uh, nice. store, and we have. Uh, we're gonna bring some original pages down to see nice. if we can sell those, so you people can check it out, see the differences. I have some Pete Palmiotti inks. Um, Russ Braun said he was gonna do uh, sketches for free for anybody who buys a book, which is awesome. We have uh, my co-host Elman Jenny Feldy as cosplaying as my character, or Natasha, the main the main lead. Um, I think it'll be great. I have, I've never done a book signing before. I know, uh, George, you've done one, right? Yeah, yeah, I did one at the Spider's Web here in Yonkers. So, so what is that like? What, what am I expecting? 
So it's, it's going to be cool, man. So you're going to, I mean, the way, the way they did it, it's almost like you said, like your own personal, you know, convention. So you have your table, you'll have your setup. When people walk into the into the store, you know, if you've told enough people there's enough buzz, there's enough word of mouth, they hopefully they're there to see us, you know, and they'll just come to the table and we'll sign the books. Or, you know, when they walk into the into into the store, they'll uh, you know, they'll be like, Oh, what is I, I think people like that. Yeah, smack them with a book. People like got, that stuff though. I got the slab, these things are heavy. I got the slab. <laughs> oh, you got the slab, nice. I hit him with that. <laughs> Look at so, you! So wait, this is, this is uh, you said there's 75 of these books in existence. Yeah, That's 75 covered. of these in existence. So this is this is this is one out of 75 in here. You have mm -hmm. one. I have one. Yeah. So That's 74. Yeah. So there's only 74 out there. 73, I should say, out there after UCDs. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's freaking awesome. Yes, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. So from 3 to 6 p.m. If you guys are in uh, the Queens area, go down yeah, to Metropolitan Avenue. Yeah, if you don't buy this book, you're racist. Yeah, what's um, up with that, bro? That's gonna be the tagline. If you don't buy designating, you're racist. Oh, oh man, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be good, dude. It's gonna be good. <laughs> don't be starting no drama. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, guys. Yeah, so man. what what else you got, Mark? Anything else? Anything else you want to promote while you're on the show? Uh, I know it came from the radios out. So when when does that come out? came from the radio um new episodes are released on all the other stations on monday on a facebook page uh, twitter but like i said we're now back live at 6 p.m on 95.5 fm wgbb and i think it's a wgbbradio.com or something like that Just type in wgbb and it'll bring you to the the thing that's live audio streaming on type that it well. in damn it type it in yeah, type it in hit that button hit that um button. or say google it came from radio.com that's another easy way to find us but um, it's, it's the word of mouth. Like I've been doing this for yeah. 20 years and it's, it's a weird word of mouth. It works for us because I know all the people that are running the conventions. Mm. So it's, it's weird how that, how that's how my word of mouth came. Like, like I know, I know a lot of them. That's I know like uh, the head of New York Comic Con. He mm -hmm. called me out when he <laughs> saw me. And, really? and that's when, I, when I was in San Diego in 2008, Damn. I was standing in line. And I hear Mark, I was like, and it was him. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, he, he remembers me. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So word of mouth awesome. does work. I can I can say it does work, or else I wouldn't yeah. be here right now. That's true. But I, I none of it has ever been purposeful on my end. It's always been <laughs> accidental word of mouth. Because if I could figure that out, yeah, I'd be in this big studio right now, as opposed to this, this, this little this little room right now. <laughs> No, nah, man, but you've been doing this for a while and it came from the radio. Really, really, it's it's a fun show, man. I listen to it, you know, when it when, when you guys have new episodes. I like I like your format. Like I like the fact and you and you're you're about the clock, man. I'll give you credit. You're about the clock. We have this much time left. Let's we gotta get this stuff done. And it's it works. It works. And 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 the, the, the cast of characters that you have on the show are a fun right. cast of characters. The, the, the thing that we started on was live. So doing it live is what I'm just used to doing and just mm -hmm. keeping track of the time and, and having a team of co-hosts really help. It's yeah. really difficult when you're on your own. So if you have a team of people helping you out, doing what they do, doing a little specialty, it makes yeah. the show go so much easier. And what's weird, I've always noticed, when I go back and listen to it, it sounds very different than when you were at the studio. Because mm. you don't what you hear what everybody's saying. You're kind of focusing on your own thing. Oh, I see. So it's a different experience when you listen to the show. 
rather than when you're making it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But yeah, no, it's a fun show. So guys, check it out. It came from the radio. Check us out tomorrow. Designated book signing at Royal Collectibles Metropolitan Avenue in Queens. That's going to be happening from My own stopping ground. Yeah, Sammy, take a take a flight. You coming over or what? What's up? Negative. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's no Sam's not flying for conventions for a long time. This ain't a, this ain't a convention. This is a book signing. Bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be with you in spirit. <laughs> oh man, wait. Listen, George, do you have some... a cutout to bring? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cut myself out. Yeah, no, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring a cutout. Bring a cutout of Sam, and we'll put him next to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like this with the guns. Let's oh, go. Yeah? <laughs> right. I need a tan. I just realized that. <laughs> uh, I'm Blanco Popular. You go outside and freaking in freaking sweatsuits and stuff. You oh, the sun's so damn hot out here. I wear a hoodie. I'm like, You're nah. Freaking nuts, bro. Yo, people look at me like I'm crazy. I was like, you crazy? That sun, that sun touches your skin. You just you're roasted, bro. They're gonna, they're gonna think I'm like. A freaking pernin when I go outside. They're like, oh, hell no. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It's like, I smell Teresa. That's word of mouth right there. Look at that crazy guy in the hood. He's selling comics. <laughs> yeah. You could Just be the craziest guy selling comics in the hood. Just wear your yeah. hoodie. I go, I run around with my dogs. I got my hoodie on and I'm running around the yard with the dogs because that sun is like, it was like 106 you run today. around in 106 degrees with a hoodie on? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. psycho. Holy nah. cow. I, I, I don't. Attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he falls on the floor, yo, you, you ever had a Texas sun hit your face and you get like that that heat headache? It is the worst. It is the worst. It's like ah, it's like damn, this is not the sun. This is like lava. I was like, what is this? It's crazy. We're 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 losing audience. We're losing audience. Circle back. Circle back to controversy. Think about the Ocean Gate. Nobody would have cared about that guy if they didn't die. Yeah, word. Too bad he died. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying yeah. that it, it's either something that has to be negative, something that's yeah. uh, at the right place, right time. Yeah, something that, that guy, has a to, to, to your point, Mark. Think about how many times he actually dove down there to see the, yeah. the Titanic, and it's the one time that they got into trouble with it that everybody knew about. It. And then everybody was talking about, well, you know, they use a, a controller. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, what I mean? like get, you, so. Yeah, you get the experts. The you get the experts right. coming in. So yeah. we need to we yeah. need to create some type of a buzz that the experts are saying, well, this shouldn't have happened because of blah blah blah, or, or this did happen. Because yeah. look at yeah. look at all the reviews on YouTube. All the YouTubers are always loving the negative stuff. Yeah, they love to yeah. trash things. You don't hear anybody on YouTube saying positive stuff. Right. So right. maybe that's the key. Maybe duty should be the positive light out there, and that yeah. should be the the gimmick, the catch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be tough, though. Let let Darius, let, let the light shine on duty. Yes. Let the I light gotta, shine on duty. You, you, you gotta <laughs> lean in on, on on the duty humor, bro. Every yeah. time I hear you say, "Show me your best duty," I'm like, Sam, what the hell did you just ask for, bro? <laughs> I think about what you're saying every single time. Show me your duty. <laughs> you're going to get a bunch of toilet pictures, bro. Toilet pictures you're not going to want to see. That's oh, my boy, man. babe. That's my boy. You, know, you should draw a duty with Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop. What you said? I said you should draw a duty with Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop. Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop. South Park. Yeah, see? Uh, no. South Park. I, no, I wasn't a big that? South Park fan. Oh, so uh, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh is a Christmas uh, poo that, that <laughs> creates magical stuff. It's like a piece of poo with a little Christmas oh, yeah. hat on yeah, and a little eyes. He goes, 
Wow. And this, this is this Matt this is feel. Matt this is feel, bro. And he's sober. That's appeal, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Oh man, it's sober. There's no show next week. I'll be in LA. Um, so yeah, we'll be no back the week after. Week. So I'll be traveling um for work. And uh, but when we no come live back show uh, of, uh, while you're traveling on the on the train? What? Come on, no. man. Uh, no, I mean I'm in I'll be in Los Angeles. I won't be in a train. La la land. Uh what's it? Uh, oh. What happens in Los Angeles stays in Los Angeles. Right. It'll, be, yeah. it'll be five o'clock Los Angeles time, too. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'll, I'll tell you who's here um, the week after. It is. Let's see. Come on. We have, we have, we have uh, two um, Stefan Russell and Joseph Miles Pittman. And they are the create their U.S. Army infantrymen, veteran of Iraq War, current artist. Um, global comics. It's tales of nihilism. Um, that's what they're promoting on on the show. So they'll be on the show. Uh, double duty. There you look, go. Look at, look at what you just said. Look at what you just said. What was the first thing you said about the artists, the creators? The vats. Yeah. The vats. See, yeah. that's that's the that's the gimmick. That's the catch. That that's stays the hook. with you. That stays with you. Yeah. That's the hook. And that's how that's how you say, hey, you, know, you see these military veterans working on a comic book. That's right there. That's that's your word of mouth. Yeah, absolutely, man. Word, word of mouth, baby. Mark, thank you so much for coming on with us. Yeah. Man. This is fun, dude. Thank you for coming Thanks, on. And, you know, really appreciate it. Yeah, the co co host. This is the first time we're trying something new. We're trying something new. We're trying to bring in our guests and have them just, you know, be part of the discussion rather than you know, we'll, we'll still we'll still promote we'll still promote the fact that you guys have stuff coming out. You know, designated. Don't yeah. forget tomorrow book. We'll signing. give you a couple of minutes. George will sign over the boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll sign, yeah, sign yeah. Right over the boobs. Yes. Yeah, this is this this is hysterical, bro. Where where did the uh, oh no they moved them up? I I thought I thought the uh, the the artist had signed over the boobs at one point. No, um, I'm looking at the boobs. If you look at the little little square at the bottom. I'm, Oh, Muy you're bueno. looking at the boobs. <laughs> there you are. There you are at the bottom. Yeah, going yeah. On. <laughs> but, dude, thank you so much for coming on. I yes. will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, yes, we'll sir. see more people there tomorrow as well. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, from 3 to 6. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and if you're going to be in Texas uh, August 5th, I will be at the Denton Comic Art Expo. And then the week after, be at Collected Comics with my boy, Paulie G. And we're going to be having fun and doing it big. And uh, we're doing a book signing there. And uh, don't forget, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Share it with a friend. When we grow, the indie community grows. We appreciate every single one of you in the chat tonight. Thank you, Michael San Martino, Paulie G, Dylan, Anibal Arroyos. Uh, let's see. Dan Barlow, Lou Pons, Aurelis, Aurelis, ISAP Imaginations, uh, Creative ISAP. Outlet. Uh, and it came from the radio. Oh, 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 on the radio. So with that said, <laughs> I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. <laughs> the Dream of Medina. And we are out. Now I was talking about my friend Aquisa. Oh. Say my name, say my name. This is what you were thinking? You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze.